Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. The technology industry has been facing a fundamental overhaul with rising geopolitical tensions and dwindling investor appetite for money losing startups. So, how are current markets affected by the tech industry, and what kind of impacts will a worldwide recession have on the tech industry? Joining us today is Jonathan Curtis, portfolio manager at Franklin Equity Group. Jonathan, thank you for joining us today. Great. Thank you so much. For having me. Okay, so to start off, what are some current tech market trends that we're seeing? Yeah, so if we look at the market from sort of the two major buying centers,、mm-hmm. the consumer、uh, buying center and the enterprise or business buying center, around the consumer, businesses that sell directly to consumers or sell around the consumer,、mm-hmm. we're seeing weakness.、Uh, we're seeing weakness in ad-supported models. We're seeing weakness in、uh, PC-related businesses. Any business that really benefited from、uh, the positive trends that were going on during COVID、mm-hmm. now are struggling as the world reopens.、Okay. Consumers are doing less gaming; they're doing less e-commerce,、mm-hmm. etc. Conversely, we're seeing relative resilience in the enterprise buying center, the B to B businesses.、Okay. We believe companies learned during COVID that they could use technology to get dramatically more efficient.、Mm-hmm. Certainly, they used it to keep. Uh, their operations going during COVID, and now even as the world is reopening, we are seeing evidence that they are extending those investments out to other parts of their businesses,、mm-hmm. and that's helping to keep、uh, general resilience in the B two B side of、uh, of technology. So、um, it's not all it's not all doom and gloom out there. Um, it's、uh, it's it's actually quite resilient and positive on the B two B side. Of okay,、things. okay, but st- tech stocks seem to be on the downward trend, and th- those declines have pulled down the overall market recently.、Yeah. How strong of an impact do tech stocks have on the direction of the markets? Yeah, so certainly technology companies are big contributors to.、Mm-hmm. Uh, the S and P five hundred, they have big positions in、uh, in global indices,、mm-hmm. and so when and they rightfully so, they're big、uh, generators of earnings and cash flow and the like. And so when they、uh, underperform, they also p- apply pressure to the overall market.、Um, the reason that、uh, tech stocks are coming down is because in general they are duration assets, right? They are growth businesses.、Mm-hmm. You get your Cash returns, your cash flow in general, that's delayed. It's pushed out more and more into the future. And as rates are rising,、mm-hmm. in response to central bank actions、uh, to, aimed at bringing down inflation, we are seeing、uh, the cost of capital going up, and that is、uh, suppressing essentially、uh, the multiples on these duration assets in, in technology. But the fundamentals of the businesses, particularly on the B two B side of things, are quite robust. But ultimately. Tech is a big contributor to the these indices because they are such strong contribu- uh, uh, contributors of、uh, cash and and the like. And so, as they come down, that brings down the rest of the market. Okay, okay. And we've seen we've been seeing a lot of layoffs recently in the、mm-hmm. tech sector. What does this tell us about the tech sector itself, and how is it impacting tech shares? Yeah. So on. 
B2B type, B2C type of technology. Again, those businesses that are around the consumer or are oriented towards watching consumer behavior, so these ad-supported mm-hmm. models. Um, certainly, we saw a lot of consumption mm-hmm. on these platforms during these B2C platforms during COVID. And now as the world's reopening, uh, the demand trends have changed and uh, the macro environment is weakening. And so we're seeing ad support, ad spending coming down. And we're seeing firms like Facebook uh, or Meta or other similar types of names reducing their spending to readjust to the new new, uh, demand levels. But that's on the B2C side Mm -hmm. of things. We are not seeing a similar layoff activity on the B2B side of mm-hmm. technology. We're seeing much more resilient okay. spending in and labor there in tech. Oh, I see, I see. And a recession is looming in the UK with the US also expected to enter a recession in 2023. How would a global recession impact the tech industry? Well, so certainly a recession would be bad for all, uh, you know, all parts of the market. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, what I think investors fail to appreciate is in B2B technology, just like you hear of this concept of consumer staples, mm-hmm. there are enterprise staples, companies that will continue to get paid regardless of the macro environment. So we'll take uh, Microsoft, for instance. If Franklin Templeton decided to stop paying its Microsoft bills mm-hmm. in a recession environment, um, we would stop getting emails. Our business would stop functioning. Right. So. These businesses are going to prove to be, even in a recessionary environment, because they have transitioned to recurring revenue sources, they sell now IT services as opposed to packages of software, they're going to prove to be quite resilient. And when I think investors see that resilience, they're going to look more carefully at the technology sector, again, on the B2B side of things, Mm -hmm. and think, these are pretty good places to be invested. There's structural growth here. Mm-hmm. These companies are very well capitalized, so very strong balance sheets, and there's good profitability. I think that's going to look quite attractive mm-hmm. in a recessionary environment. Okay, okay. And we've also seen the new U.S. chip regulations on China as mm-hmm. well, and they've it's created turmoil in the tech market. How do these regulations affect the rest of the tech industry around the world? Yeah, so China represents about, you know, in terms of, of chips purchased, uh, by China for use in products that are sold in China. Mm-hmm. We estimate about a mid-teens or high-teens percentage of the semiconductor market. The portion of the market that is being impacted is relatively small. Okay. It is very high-end chips sold by firms like NVIDIA and otherwise um, that allow the consumers of these chips to build advanced artificial intelligence and machine learning models. And the U.S. government is concerned that uh, models like that could be used for military applications or uh, defense or, or otherwise applications, and they don't want that type of thing occurring. But again, it's a relatively small part of NVIDIA's business mm-hmm. and of the overall semiconductor world. The, uh, we've also seen pressures on the most advanced um, chip manufacturing uh, equipment, mm-hmm. um, again, aimed at uh, keeping China's own ambitions in the semiconductor market mm-hmm. uh, a little more in check. So, if, if China isn't able to purchase equipment um, to build these these advanced chips, then other firms will mm-hmm. outside of China, and China will just simply have to buy chips from uh, global manufacturers of semiconductors. So recently I saw an article, um, legendary investor Warren Buffett, he's taking a stake in TSMC. Yeah. And he, you know, he has long shielded away from the tech industry. And with one of the rules of Buffettology being never invest in a business you don't understand, right? Hmm. So 
Does this, in a way, show the importance of the tech industry now, and that more people should try to understand the industry as well? Um, it's a it's a good question. Um, I believe he's also a big investor in uh, Apple. I think he also owns Snowflake and Tech, and now we have this this position in TSMC. Um, I don't want to speak for for Mr. Buffett, but I think that investors like that have begun to realize that tech is not a cyclical. Uh, area of the market, but mm-hmm. a structural growth area of the market with incredible resiliency. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple is a highly resilient business model, and TSMC is a highly profitable and very resilient business model with high barriers to entry and real moats. And I would imagine that you know, a high quality, very thoughtful investor like Warren Buffett would see those qualities and think that that's a, a pretty good business to own. Certainly, we own it. And um, and it, we own it for those those attributes ourselves. So, what do you expect for the future of the tech industry? Well, we are big believers in this idea of digital transformation. Our thesis is that enterprises, companies, industries are in the early days of learning how to use software and data to better understand their customers and their business processes, mm-hmm. and then technology to radically transform how their industries operate. Um, underneath that big idea of digital transformation, we've identified 10 important sub-themes. I'll just address two of them uh, that I think are pretty meaningful. The first is cloud computing. We estimate that the cloud market is eventually going to be $3 trillion in size. Today, it is under $200 billion Mm -hmm. in size, growing at very high growth rates. The companies that are at the greatest scale are highly profitable, Mm -hmm. and their businesses are very, very sticky. It's Mm -hmm. hard to get yourself out of a, a cloud operator once you put all your data in there. So a very long runway for growth. And all of these digital themes mm-hmm. cannot be expressed without going through these cloud operators. So we're very bullish on uh, businesses like that, Microsoft's Azure business, Amazon's uh, AWS business, even Google's uh, cloud business, very positive there. Secondarily, we are very positive on artificial intelligence and machine mm-hmm. learning. We are starting to see this technology be proved to be uh, quite effective, Um, And essentially, it allows businesses to use their data plus software and semiconductor technology to create human capital. And in a time of rising inflation Mm -hmm. and, you know, very difficult uh, to get access to to labor, um, I think being able to create human capital out of software, data and semiconductors is going to (laughs) be proved to be very valuable and deflationary. Mm. And so uh, we are quite positive on uh, what it lies ahead for artificial intelligence and machine learning. That's very interesting. So do you have any advice for those interested in investing in the tech industry? What should they look out for? Yeah. So I think you should have a long-term perspective. I think that really everybody should have some exposure Mm -hmm. to the sector. There is structural growth in the sector. There are many exciting themes. There's high quality in the sector. There's businesses with with, uh, strong moats. And technology is always about driving productivity, and none of us are as productive as we need to be. So it's going to grow forever, I I believe. Um, At the same time, uh, you need to be active. You need to be doing your research. You need to be in the the middle of these companies like we are. And so, you know, what investors should not do is blindly go into the space without being thoughtful and directed. And the strategy that I manage we own and have high leverage to these highly resilient, high-quality enterprise staples businesses, these B2B businesses. Mm-hmm. Conversely, we have been avoiding mm-hmm. these more cyclical, 
more growth challenge B to C type of businesses in the quote unquote tech sector. So an active manager can make those types of decisions, and uh, I would advocate that uh, that your listeners should be looking to active managers to help them navigate this this complex but very important market. Well, thank you so much, Jonathan, for joining us today. Great. Thank you. We've been speaking with Jonathan Curtis, portfolio manager at Franklin Equity Group. Stay with Money FM eighty nine point three. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.